up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I hope everybody's having a great, terrific day. I, for one, am because I went to the dentist and I have to floss more. Uh, that's not fun, but it was fun getting out. It was a very, it was a very strange-looking dentist because the first thing they said to me when I walked in was, uh, "You don't know me, but I know you. I want to play a game." Yeah, that was pretty fun. Anyways, it's your boy, 2002 Murray Cook here. And I'm joined by Gina Sanford, Marley Hi, Middleman, man. Nick Pettis, and Olivia Volkel. I hope I said that right. I hope everybody's- It's vocal. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I am sorry for butchering your name. Um, people butcher my name all the time, so it's not like I don't know how you feel. And I definitely feel yep, guilty me for too. butchering people's names. Uh, so, that's all. I'm going to be asking y'all some questions from the Ask Reddit subreddit. Because uh, this was something that I used to do in my old podcast, and it went down pretty well. This is usually what I defaulted to every time I couldn't think of any topics. Uh, and I couldn't really think of any topics this time. And last time I did this, it was an assortment of random things. I think the last time I did this was almost a year ago, to this day. Almost. Not, not, not this day, but the day that this probably goes live. Probably would have been closer to then. Uh, but the last time I did this was pretty much a year... It was almost exactly a year ago and I remember it went down pretty well I think I only asked like six questions because we had so much to talk about other ones that I... so hopefully that can happen again <sighs> so yeah let's begin I'm gonna start at the top of the there are no difficulty levels like there were last time I'm just kind of picking and choosing random ones I think so I'm just gonna start from the top and go down and we'll see where that goes uh, so the very top one actually I'm gonna skip this one because I don't like it uh, I'm going to do the one at the bottom here. What movies haven't aged well? Ooh, that's a tough one. Honestly, I have to say anything that happened in the 50s and 60s, I think. That's just my opinion, at least, because I know there were some bad films in the 50s and 60s. I'd have to agree with that for sure, especially because I feel like now um, I've seen it, especially with Disney movies, that a lot of Disney movies are you know that came out then and such a long time ago that are now either racist or problematic in some sort of way so with the society that we live in kind of picking and choosing all these things to point out from old movies i would definitely say anything from the 50s or 60s and especially disney movies for sure yeah plus our graphics now are way better than they were back then so we're getting cool special effects. Interesting take. Funny, because I've always preferred the older Disney movies, specifically for that classic hand-drawn style. I totally agree. I really like the older movies more so than the newer Disney movies the that are coming out. Ones. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, I gotta say for sure, uh, older Disney is way better than newer Disney. I heard uh, Turning Red wasn't all that great. Uh, I mean, I heard it was great from some folks, but there were some other folks that said that it wasn't great. Sort of thing. So that I haven't seen it yet, so no spoilers in the comments. I haven't seen it yet either, so no spoilers in the comments. Um, but I don't plan to see it just because I noticed that New Disney kind of follows a certain formula. There's a pro, there's a excuse me, there's a problem in the beginning. There's a conflict. The main characters kind of get into it, like they kind of get at each other's throats in a bit, go their separate ways, and then by the end of the movie, boom, their problems resolved. Yeah. I mean, I still think the most. Sorry, go on. I was just saying, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think the most recent one that I've seen is, uh, what do you call it? Ralph breaks the internet, and that was the last full Disney movie that I've seen, and that was four years ago. So I don't know how well it's held up since those four years I've seen Ralph breaks the internet, but. 
Yeah, I can definitely say. I the original was better. Pattern. Yes, the original was better. You know what? What are what are y'all's favorite Disney movies? Now that we're on the subject of that. A lot. I, I always say Nightmare Before Christmas. Really. Yes. And what reasons do you have for that? I just fell in love because the story is so close to home with me because that's how I felt. I felt that way before. You used to not where I'm looking for something new, but all I had to do is just be me. Yeah, I, guess I never knew that was a Disney movie. I've seen it like a few times before, but uh, I don't remember it too well. I just remember Jack Skellington was looking around in the he, he was looking at those, like, holiday doors, and they saw the Christmas, and he's like, Ooh, what's this? And he opened it up, and he looked inside, and he's like, What's this? What's this? What's this? And then went into a musical number. Yep. One of my favorite numbers, actually. Honestly, I gotta be honest with you, an unpopular opinion. That's my favorite ever. I love Cars. Oh, okay. I like the first one, but not the second and third. Those were pretty bad. I love the third one. It's so good. It made me cry. <laughs> I remember I saw the first one. The first one was one of my all-time favorites growing up. Uh, I don't really have too much fond memories of the second one because the second one was, I mean, it was like James Bond, but with cars. So, And that one was the one that was the most hated of all of the Cars movies. Oh, for sure. Correctly. Uh, but I actually liked the third one uh, just because it was a, I actually, I actually thought the third one was kind of cool uh, just because we got to see McQueen retire. Oh, wait, did I just spoil it? Uh, it's I'm... been out for years. If you haven't seen it, you're a bit behind or living under a rock. I'm just kidding, people. Hey, I live under a rock. Uh, me and Patrick are rock mates. That was bad. Yes, it was very bad. Uh, I promise I'll come up with better jokes in the future. <coughs> Excuse me, just choked on my spit. Uh, but yeah, the third one was pretty cool because we got to see McQueen retire. The only thing I'm disappointed we didn't get to see was Doc dying. Like, how, Why would like, you want to watch that? Like, Because, I mean, I'd like to know how he died because everyone was saying in the third movie, you know, this one's for you, Doc. Uh, you're up there watching me. But we, I mean, I, I, th I thought he'd still be alive because we never saw him at all in the second movie or in the third. He was only in the first one. Like, I'm just, I'm just curious as to how it happened. Maybe he broke down or something. <laughs> He did in the first one, so it's definitely not out of the question. I think maybe because I think his actor may have died, so they may have taken him out of it. I don't know. I could be speculating. I'm. I, am the one I could be completely right. I could be completely wrong. You never know. I have no idea, honestly. But that's some reasons that Hollywood takes characters out is because their actors have died. Mm -hmm. No, I, I understand. Uh, that's something that I have seen before. Always a bummer when that happens. And it's also it's always a bummer because we never get proper closure with those characters. Right. Like you just kind of find out, oh yeah, they're not here anymore. Oh well, the show must go on. Like do it for the fans, man. Like what happened? I mean, they, they never even talked about his death either. Like did he have an accident? Did he die of old age like we, we don't know that that would be my guess he was pretty old in the first one yeah he was all right uh well then if anybody does not have any further thoughts
or comments, I'll just move on to the next one. Uh, what is an underrated pizza topping? Pineapple. Really? That's disgusting. <laughs> That's exactly it. Okay, but pineapple with pepperoni, so it's like sweet and spicy. Mm. Yeah, like it contrasts kind of. Interesting. Yeah. I have Pine- to... Pineapple's my favorite fruit, so that might be why. I have to say underrated is a three meat medley what is that it's pepperoni canadian bacon which is ham and sausage no one out pizzas the hut so it's pepperoni ham and sausage i gotta tell you i think an underrated pizza topping in my opinion is bacon i don't know why i, I think love it tastes bacon really on, on pizza. pizza yeah i know uh, it's something that i always put on my pizzas whenever i'm making like the bobolis pizza crusts at home I always like to order bacon pizzas from Little Caesars as well. And it, Have you ever made a homemade pizza? Uh, from scratch, no. I'm, oh, what, I'm not that cool. What kind of bacon are you into? Like a special kind? Like a applewood smoked or? Applewood smoked. Mm. Yeah, you, you should definitely make one homemade. It's a lot of fun. You oh, had me at bacon. You had me at hello. Uh, I'm not very good at making stuff from scratch. Uh, I can make some. I can make some bomb mac and cheese from scratch. Yum. Uh, so that's something that I can make from scratch. I always use these like bacon pieces. Like there are these bacon bits from Winco that you can get, and then there are also some like bacon chunks from a blue bag that you can get as well. And I like Winco? to put those on my pi- yeah on uh, uh, from Winco. I like to put those on my pizzas. I like to put them in my macaroni, and it always tastes good in everything. And, like you can even smell it too when it comes out the oven. Like you can smell like. Ah. <laughs> This mac and cheese smells just like bacon. <laughs> Do you eat ranch with your pizza or no ranch? I am not a ranch, Pete, as I once said at a BJ's uh, hot sauce? weeks ago. Uh, no, I'm not a fan of hot sauce. I'm not much of a dip person, I'll be completely oh. honest. Spicy stuff, I Hi. have... Sorry, go on, Nick. I was just about to say, mine depends on what kind of pizza I'm having, if I want to dip it in ranch. Do you think it all depends. Do you think pizza with ranch tastes good, like, in general? It really depends on what kind of pizza you have, because if it's, like, pepperoni, I'll do, I'll do it. But if it's a three-meat medley, don't mess with the three-meat medley. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, just because it's pizza and, you know, there's already a lot going on as it is. You got the cheese and you got the sauce and, you know, it has, like, grease all over it and stuff. Uh, I, I just, I'm not a big dip person anyways, so, and even if I was a big dip person, probably wouldn't be dipping pizza and ranch, just because there's already a lot going on in general. Heck, I mean, I don't really, really like that many pizza toppings, except maybe for bacon, pepperoni, and ham, so in other words, a three-meat medley. Uh, occasionally sausage. Uh, I don't like vegetables on pizza. Yeah, that's a big no. Like onions and green peppers and uh, the combo stuff from Costco. Like, and not, not anchovies. Ew. Were you kidding me? No way. Somebody in the comments of this post said roasted garlic is an underrated pizza topping. Garlic is good. What? Another person said I've roasted never heard garlic. That. Roasted, roasted garlic on pizza. I've never heard of I've that either. I've never heard that. We'll definitely have to give that a try, whoever the comment's from. Uh, yeah, for, for certain. Uh, Groundhog Days is his username, and he posted that five hours ago. And somebody replied to him, uh, he doesn't get it. Garlic lasts plenty long, doesn't even need to be refrigerated, so why are people restoring to this? Uh, resorting to this, excuse me. 
Uh, he doesn't even like the pre-peeled garlic, but that at least tastes the same. What does a clove of garlic even look like? <laughs> um, it looks like an upside-down light bulb. Oh, I've eaten these like an apple before. Mmm, no. <laughs> That's disgusting. I, I, I really haven't been, but I could just imagine somebody doing that. I think somebody asked me once, uh, do I ever... I, I remember making a joke to somebody once, I don't remember who it was. Um, but they were asking me something about eating an onion like an apple. I think it might have been like a would you rather question. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, That's enough. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Okay, so what's okay to steal? Someone's heart. Nice. My answer, exactly. <laughs> yeah? You were thinking the same thing? Yeah. Yes. Is that the only thing that's okay to steal? We're in sync. <laughs> Dude, everything else these days is just illegal to steal. What or someone's say? time, maybe. Like someone's stealing time. somebody's time for a second to talk or something. Oh, mm. yeah, that, that is not illegal. Yeah, I guess that works, too. But it's not technically stealing. You're asking to borrow Oh, that's true. Trying to borrow some time. All right. Uh, what about physical items, though? Someone's sweater, like your boyfriend's sweater. Really? Like, well, I guess that's borrowing it, but you know what I mean? Like, kind of like you wear his sweater and then, I don't know. He's just like, you can keep it, but you kind of stole it. I see. I think anything that an, you gave to an ex should be fine to take back yeah, I agree. I mean, I've never had one to know, but that's what I think. Yeah, that's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody in the comments said digital goods uh, that are no longer sold or distributed by any other means other than piracy. I was just about to say, you can't do that. That's piracy. Oh. <laughs> huh. Uh, somebody else said the ducks at the lake, they're free because he has 28 of them. This person, whoever they are, are insane because ducks are vicious if they're taken from their habitat. Yeah, you, got, you gotta <laughs> leave the quackers alone, man. Just feed them the bread and go home. Wi-Fi from the jack-in-the-box by my house? Oh, okay. Oh, the rest of the replies really haven't been all that good. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, Gina and I were just talking about stuff similar to this. What are some sad truths about love and dating? Sometimes if you love them, you gotta let them go. That was beautiful. Yes, indeed. 100%. That was deep. I try on occasion. It's true, though, what you said. You know, I saw somebody, actually, it was one of my old friends, posted something on Discord. He made his status, um, if you love someone, let them go, is one of the biggest lives ever. If you love someone, show them. And I'm thinking, no, you'd just be shooting yourself in the foot if you'd be doing that. Because, like, the thing is, and to why I feel like a lot of relationships are unsuccessful, is you're so fixated on the idea of being with somebody 
and you don't want to let go of that idea, but in reality, this person just isn't feeling with you. Like it, like they're not. Or you're feeling not feeling with. Them. That's so true. With them, because a lot, a lot of people, especially in the overstimulated society that we live in, a lot of these people are so fixated on. Okay, so I've got this person in my life. They've got the status. They've got the. I can give this person the girlfriend title or the boyfriend title. I've got a relationship. I got to show the world because I love this person. That's not true. That's not true at all. You just like the idea of being with them, because if you really love them. You wouldn't need to show them off like they're like a prize or anything to the rest of the world. Yes, you're so wise. I, I, I kid you not. When I was in high school, uh, there's this one girl that I followed who was constantly posting pictures of her boyfriend onto her Instagram. She was always captioning, like, she'd be posting pictures of him at, like, softball games or whatever the heck. Um, really, every other post was of her boyfriend with a caption that was all mushy-gushy, like, Look at my handsome young man. And I actually unfollowed her for that reason. Like she just wanted validation. Like she just wanted validation, yeah. And another one of my rules of thumb is if you need to seek validation and attention, yeah, you've, you've, you've got bigger problems in life. Like I actually don't have Instagram anymore because I realized, wow. oh, I'm actually seeking validation by keeping these apps. I better get That's rid of admirable. them. admirable. That's super unique to not have social media. I think that makes you stand out, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That shows that you don't need, like, approval or validation from anybody. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've been trying to use my phone a lot less for that same reason. I actually turned on Discord notifications because of how infrequently the posts are in my regular servers, yeah? I have Talon muted because, well, it was supposedly extremely active, but it seems to have died down in the few months that I have been active in it. <clears throat> how do you feel about the quote, love is friendship set on fire? Uh, what does it, what does that mean exactly? Like, what's the gist of it? It means, like, a relationship that is true love is built on friendship first. Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, I've actually never heard that one before. Me neither. Because the thing is, like, the, the, the thing is about relationships is, yeah, you need to have, like, a... You you need to you need to have a really good solid bond and a really good solid trust in order to know whether or not this person's really right for you. Cause let's keep it let, let let's keep it honest here. Soulmates don't exist. Yeah. What you 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 can be in you can be in as much love with somebody as you want, but at the end of the day, soulmates don't exist. That's physically impossible. You say someone's your soulmate, uh, but again, you're just fixated on the idea that you like to be with them. Yeah, and, and a no, sad no fact. Complete one another. Sorry, Nick, go on. I was just about to say a sad fact is fifty percent of marriages in America end in divorce. So mm -hmm. you never know; you could be one of them. <laughs> yeah. I think personally, like regarding the love and relationships thing, um, such a big takeaway from that would be um, like really establishing needs, and the hardest thing with that can be just you know, going beyond your own needs and doing something selfless for somebody else, even if it's hard for you. I think mm -hmm. that's something when you find a true good relationship that can be kind of a struggle yeah. is establishing a balance between needs, even if they're conflicting. Yeah. I agree. Being selfless mm -hmm. and compassionate and having empathy for that person like you love them so you want to give you know right you give, right give. exactly yeah. you mutually give to each other so you mutually grow right. together mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Like a power couple. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause, cause the thing is you got to know where that balance is. Like, are, oh, am I overstepping? My, am I giving too much? Right. Like yeah. Boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's another dating coach that I watch. It's a it's a girl actually. Uh, I'm not gonna say her name now, but um, she said something about how if this person really loves you, then they'll reciprocate the kindnesses that you're giving them, and you've got to focus on what's actually in front of you, not how you feel about things. Because uh, at the end of the day, you can feel however you want, but nothing will counteract the what's actually in front of you. Nothing will counteract the facts. Like to pay attention to actions over words. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm an action speak louder than words type, dude. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Because you can, you can say anything you want. You can say, hey, I'm going to give you the world, but are you actually giving me the world? So loyalty is everything. Oh, abso- 100%. Absolutely. Uh, somebody in the comments said, once you get your heart broken, it takes a while to build it back together. And another person said, uh, sometimes giving closure makes things worse. Yes. I, don't, I don't know. It's just a crazy thing. And after watching a lot of dating advice online, I don't think I'm going to be getting into a relationship anytime soon. I'm still in my 20s now. I've got time to make mistakes, so. Yeah. I guess it all. Me too. What's your idea of your dream woman? Like, what's your ideal qualities that you're looking for? Oof, man. Uh, There are too many to list, for one. (laughs) Um, But uh, I really would just want somebody that I can switch off and to have a good time with. Yeah, I got to be able to, I guess, take the filter off. And because I'm so willing to take the filter off, I'd, uh, I'd want her to understand and, like, I'm not going to go out of my way to attempt to prove this because at the end of the day, if you have something to prove to somebody and they're not getting it, then it's just not right for you. Uh, but I would want the person that I'm with to understand, hey, here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> Drake? Pretty much. I think that was a Drake song, right? I love I that song. I don't know. I heard, it, I heard it from somewhere. I think it's a Drake song. It was. I see. I'll have, to, I'll have to look it up then. Yeah. Uh, just because, uh, but I, I think I've expressed before on this podcast that I'm all about traditional relationships, so I would want to take the lead on the relationship. Uh, I'd want to be the head, uh, but of course, I'll do what I can to make sure that she's not bored, uh, because <laughs> something else that I, have, and I'm just asking you guys uh, from experience, is like, is it bad when your girl gets bored? Yes. Because you guys should constantly be putting in effort, like both people, not just yeah. the guy. Yeah. The guy and the woman should both mutually be putting in effort to make each other feel like a king and a queen, like mm-hmm. make each other feel appreciated. Be the and king, be the queen to my king. Sorry. Yeah, and prioritize date nights because date nights are so crucial. I think that date nights aren't, emphasized enough in relationships like the importance of spending quality time with someone and Mm -hmm. making the other person feel special it's all about the little things absolutely you know what earlier before i started recording you asked me uh what did you ask me how do i feel about roses on first dates and i said i don't do that uh here's why i've only been on a few dates before and i realized i realized Mm -hmm. You got to be able to appreciate the little things first. 
Yes. Like, I'm not going to go out and buy, like, roses or chocolates for someone that I barely know. Uh, yeah. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not a human ATM machine, and if I leave with my wallet, that's all they're going to see is the amount of money that I have and the amount of things that I can buy them. So it really just depends on how we're able to lead the interaction. And, uh, yeah, you're right. we got to prioritize the date nights. we got to make sure we're spending quality time with each other. Um, have you heard of the five love five love languages like words of affirmation I, touch. I learned about that last semester i believe when i took gender studies uh, i'm gonna look that up uh, what's it called five five love languages love languages all right there's a book about it uh yeah i think i i uh took gender studies last so and i think i even did it in the what you call it uh communication survey studies whatever class that was com 120 they teach about that in that class yes they do wow uh com 120 it was saying like gift giving words mm -hmm. of affirmation physical touch uh words of affirmation quality time receiving gifts acts of service and physical touch uh and if only i still had the class open which i don't because it was a it was an older one so i don't have my answer to this but i believe the discussion board post was which of the five love languages is the most important to you which, you know what, this is completely taking a turn, so I'm just going to go down the line and ask everybody, uh, which one do you think matters the most to you? Uh, Gina, we'll start with you, since you're the one that brought it up. Okay, so I would say my, love lang my number one love language would probably be physical touch mm -hmm. and words of affirmation. Actually, no, I changed my mind. My My... Love language would actually be physical touch and quality time. Mm -hmm. However, I appreciate all of them. And I think that in order to have a healthy relationship, you need all of those love languages implemented into your relationship. Yeah. Because if you are deficient in one area, then you're not going to have all your needs, man. You're not going to be happy and have a balanced relationship. So, but I would say my personal favorite is probably physical touch and um, quality time, because I think that knowing like your partner wants to kiss you and hug you like mm -hmm. and is not afraid to show that like they're in a romantic relationship with you it's not just like a platonic friendship then that's like really important and also the quality time making time for you date nights every week i think that shows that you really care but all of those yeah. components are important absolutely yeah i do definitely uh excuse me i do definitely agree that all five are important as to how to make a healthy relationship work but they said that the way that we receive love isn't all the way isn't always the way that we give it like we might give it differently you know like just because someone like wants a particular love language more than others like doesn't mean that they give it the same way you know like some people are more naturally inclined to do acts of service for others or words of affirmations however they require or need a different form. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. And I do definitely got to agree with you for, with the, like, I, th I think for me, it's got to be quality time and actually, I think it's a cross between quality time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. Uh, the receiving gifts and acts of service, I'm a little bit iffy about because, I mean, actually, I take it back. All five of them, you could take it overboard <laughs> to, to, some, to some extent, yes. Yes. Um, but to me, I think it's a cross between uh, physical touch, quality time, and words of affirmation. 
And I do think physical touch is, in my honest opinion, the most important, but it's barely yeah. beating out quality time and words of affirmation. Because it differentiates between a regular friendship and a relationship, because what's the difference? You know yeah, what I it mean? Does, it does. Uh, that's, that's, that's for sure. Um, Olivia? Uh, mine would be, for sure, quality time. I feel like when you're spending time with a partner rather than a friend, there's definitely a difference. And I think date night is a great idea, but even just, you know, not going out to a restaurant, but having, you know, making sandwiches and going on a picnic or taking a bike ride or something like any time where you are individually with somebody else um, is probably my most important one. Um, and then also with that, like with the whole love languages thing, I think knowing what your partner's most important love language could really help. And then if they know yours, because then you really have a good understanding of each other, even if let's say mine's quality time, but then my partner's is words of affirmation. We can really find a balance with that. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't even think of that. That's pretty good. Yeah, I definitely say I gotta agree with you there. Yeah, uh, Nick. I have to agree with Gina and you guys because I think all five are important, but I have to say mine's a tie between two: quality time and words of affirmation. I mm -hmm. want to be close to people and spend time with them, but I also want to feel like they truly care about me and they say so because I just want to feel loved I I've been practically picked on my entire life and I just need someone who loves me for me good 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 I'm sure there is somebody out there that loves you for you uh, but but I'm sure they'll find you when the time is right yeah I actually had somebody an old friend of mine actually said to me, make mistakes in your 20s and then focus on building off of those mistakes in your 30s. I said, he, he told me not to worry too much about relationships now and just kind of have my fun, develop my character and that sort of thing. That way you can prevent the best... It's prevent. <laughs> what, what am I trying to prevent here? <laughs> uh, that way you can present... Excuse me, I can't control my tongue. You can present the best possible version of yourself in your later years. Because... Everyone's best years are completely different, and you've got time to build off of yourself, and it's never too late to improve. Especially when you're really going at it, especially when you're really determined to improve your life. Uh, Marley? Um, I have to agree with everyone that I just love the five love languages and like learning about them, but um, mine is definitely, I think, quality time. Like just like spending time with or like when like when my fiance like spends time with me like on a hard day or like he like takes time off of work or something like just like to make sure that I'm okay like that like really speaks to me and makes me feel important um but I also feel like I give love in totally different ways because I feel like service is like my love language like for other people like I love like writing letters for people or like doing things for people that like make like baking or like whatever like that make I them see. feel love so it's like I just agree with Olivia that you have to know who you're loving and um, 
like love languages are applied to like friendships and relationships. And so like, if you have a friend, like, and they're going through a hard time, like know what their love language is to make yeah. sure that you're like loving them in the best way possible. Absolutely. That's a pretty, so I'm going to guess you don't have a favorite one. Um, my favorite one is probably quality time. Hmm. I see. Like, yeah. Uh, but no, I definitely agree with everybody and some fantastic inputs, I must say. It's definitely cool to look at this sort of thing from somebody else's viewpoint and to get to understand all the different aspects of the language of love. Because quite frankly, I haven't quite figured that out for myself, honestly. Uh, which leads me to another question that I wanted to ask y'all. What are some of y'all's biggest deal breakers? Like, you could literally see like a quality or a feature about some person and be like, nah. Um, I'd have to say arrogance. I feel like that's like such a, I don't know, it, it just really pushes you away from somebody. And that could be anything from the way they carry themselves, the way they treat people. You know, it always comes in so many different forms. And so I would definitely have to say arrogance. It Ooh, definitely yes, shines through. One. Yeah. Yeah, I, would I say, agree. With sorry. sorry. I was going to say. Oh. Uh, go on anybody go ahead nick i don't want to cut you off <laughs> i was just saying that i agree with olivia i hate people that are like that i was gonna say someone who's not adventurous because for me i would want to be with someone who wants to have fun and live their best life and i just feel like life is short and life is about going out there and having fun and making memories that will last a lifetime so i wouldn't want to be with someone who's not willing to go on adventures and like i said plan those fun date nights and mm -hmm. also obviously loyalty like loyalty is everything to me so someone who is honest and respectful they're going to be loyal to you and so yeah i would say loyalty and someone adventurous and romantic too because yes. i feel like romance is so like important in a relationship because like i said that what is the difference between a regular friendship and a relationship? It's that romance, the mm -hmm. little things, doing little things to just make your partner smile every day. Like whether that's words of affirmation, gift giving, quality time, like putting in that effort, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think no, I definitely agree. Oh, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, go on, Marley. I was just saying uh, I agree. I, I just was agreeing with all of you. Like you want someone who's like more humble and like, stuff like that i also think that for me like same values and faith like i'm a really i'm a christian and so like that's really important to me is that like the person who i choose to spend the rest of my life with is also like rooted in those values um, because i feel like a lot of arguments happen when people don't have like the same values and they're trying to like create a family together and i agree that can be rough right. so like just establishing faith and um what you guys because they're gonna raise your children yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be difficult. Faith and trust of pixie dust. Yeah. <laughs> Tongue twister there. Well, it looks like we got a five-way tie here because, uh, or te technically, if Gina's didn't count a four-way tie, because I got to say, uh, which, don't get me wrong, I agree with yours, Gina, um, but I got to say that, yeah, there's arrogance that I think is really, really bad. Uh, for, for me, one of my biggest deal breakers is if she has a whole lot of followers on, on in, like, Instagram and Snapchat. Like, if you have, like, 600, 700-something followers, that to me is an immediate deal breaker, yeah? Because I've noticed a lot of stuff, 
and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I've noticed that a lot of people get these get get these really worked up egos like all this arrogance specifically from people like praising them in the comment sections on like social media and snapchat and all that sort of thing another reason to why i deleted my accounts is because i didn't want to contribute to any of this um but yeah i've definitely noticed that you know the more comments you get like the, like the more instant gratification that you get mm -hmm. the more likes you get the more comments you get the more followers you get uh that creates a big that creates like a big set a sense of self-centered thinking and can cause somebody to become arrogant because, oh yeah, I've got all my followers, I must be the best person in the world, specifically because they said so. Mm. Um, and then, Gina, I definitely agree with yours. Uh, loyalty is something that is very important. Gotta plan those date nights, gotta keep the chemistry going. Uh, but absolutely. At the end of the day, everybody is different, and at the end of the day, there's just... Uh, which, I think I had a... I think I had another question prepared. Th th these were some things that I'd thought about in the back of my head for, like, a talent talks I could have done. Didn't plan on doing it today, but it just happened that way, I guess. Um, what do you guys think about hookup culture? I think that I would want to invest my time in someone who I could have like deep conversations with. I feel like small talk is really boring. Mm -hmm. I like to be able to, you know, talk about fun, interesting things that really make you think and make you learn something new, yeah. something that really stimulates your mind. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to just surface level talk. I want to actually dive in deep and feel like, wow, like walk away from a conversation like, I feel really moved. I feel really touched. Like I feel like a better person because this person's in my life and they're giving me these profound, deep conversations that are, you know, mm -hmm. impacting me and influencing the woman I'm becoming. Exactly. Exactly. Cause I've, I've noticed a lot of where hookup culture stems from is the, the quick sensation, the dopamine spike that, you know, one person's getting instant gratification, like, both people are getting instant gratification for, like, a one night, and then just parting ways after that. Like, 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 come on. What what happened to the good old days? What happened to long-term relationships? What's with all this hookup culture thing? I mean, these days, there are just too many options, thanks to, like, dating apps and stuff. I mean, it's easier than ever to lose a lover just because of the amount of options, and it's just... Yeah, you're, you're right. You gotta make somebody, like, you gotta make the person you're with feel like they're special. You gotta make yeah, I'm a relationship type of girl, for sure. Oh, uh, absolutely, uh, 100%. Yeah. Wifey type. <laughs> Situationships have <laughs> got to go. Yeah, I definitely agree with you guys. I want to get to know somebody and them to get to know me, so you're, like, the one-night person. I... <laughs> I can't get to know you and that sucks because I want to get to know you. I want to become your friend or perhaps more. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Where would you guys where would you guys want to meet uh, the person that which I don't know if any of y'all is in relationships right now. I know Marley is, but um, just kind of asking from a general perspective, where would you want to meet a potential significant other, a significant other or partner? I don't know why I said significant other twice. Well, for, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I was going to just say, I feel like whatever is meant to be is meant to be. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like wherever God feels like I'm supposed to meet the person, 
then I would just trust in that. Like, okay. fate. You just gotta trust your gut? I couldn't agree more. Good answer. Good I think answer. that, um, like, honestly, yeah, it really doesn't matter where. Um, like, for me, when I met my boyfriend, it was a long time ago. We were in elementary school, and then we reconnected, so we've been friends for a while. But, you know, I feel like with every relationship, it's completely different. You might meet the love of your life that you really want to stick with in your 40s or you might in your 20s you know it's always different and just keeping an open mind is definitely more important than like determining where you're gonna meet that person mm -hmm. if that makes sense you're right i think also like putting yourself in places where you would want your significant other to be in like you know what i mean like mm -hmm. um like not i don't know like i met my fiance in church and like that i know i sound like but anyway, but like that was like really great for me because like I knew that he had the same values as me. Like it doesn't have to be in church, but like going to a bar is like you're finding like way different people than you would in like other situations, like yeah. different social groups. So just like putting yourself in situations where you are fine, you're like around the type of person with whom like you would like to date, if that makes sense. Right, right. Now I get what you're saying because um, I know there's a phrase somewhere, I don't know who came up with it, but. <clears throat> Excuse me. I remember somebody saying, you are what you attract. Yeah, I love that. That's true. Yeah, I remember the same person said something about how if you are not happy with yourself, then you're naturally going to attract other people that are not happy with themselves either. So you've got to put the work in on yourself, and you've got to not worry about relationships for a while. Or for, for me, at least, which is how I'm going to go about it. Got to not worry about that for a while. So that way you can present yourself as the, or so I can present myself as the best possible version of myself. So that way I can meet somebody who is also presenting herself as the best possible version of herself. You, mm -hmm. get, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's so important. Like when you're, I feel like when you're focused on like finding another person, it never works out. But when you're focused on like yourself and like becoming who you need to be or who you want to be I feel like that's when everything falls into place like naturally and like like Gina said like that's when like yeah. God puts people in our lives that are meant to be because we're ready mm -hmm. for sure and uh, which one of you guys uh, said that you sorry I didn't quite see whose name was lighting up um, which one of you guys said that you met your partner in elementary school that was me okay yes and uh, how did you and him start to realize that y'all were right for each other well, um, we actually went to different schools after elementary school. And so, um, like, we naturally parted ways. But I'm also friends with his neighbor, mm -hmm. uh, family friends. So, um, yeah, just over time going back over there, um, you know, we just reconnected in that way. And it was so much better because I already knew the type of person he was and what his family was like. And like we've been talking about the values, um, I just knew that it was going to be right naturally. And we'd been friends before. So, yeah, developing that friendship was definitely more important from the start so that we could build on the trust and then the quality relationship can follow that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Definitely a good one for sure. Yes. As you can say. Um, oh, man, I had another one, but for the life of me, I don't remember what it was. Oh, man, and I had some... Oh, 
oh man, for the life of me, I just don't remember which one it was. Oh, I'm racking my brain trying to think. Yeah, I, I don't remember it. Uh, anyways, uh, have any of you guys got any further thoughts? Anything else you all want to add? All right, I'm going to go ahead and take that as a no. So I guess we can go ahead and wrap up now. Nick, I know you said you needed to go soon. So I, I think we can just put the cap on it now if nobody else has got anything to add. So yes, uh, that took a turn in a direction that I didn't think would happen. Uh, but you know what? I've learned from hosting my own podcast that th these sort of things can happen. Yeah, so now we, we, guess ro we rolled with it, and I hope everybody enjoyed. Uh, so thank you guys so much well, you for said watching. you wanted a conversation yes. thank you yeah I, I did i did and that's exactly what we got and i gotta say i'm pretty happy with the result um so to everybody it was a lot who, of fun thank you jonah for hosting oh absolutely thank you, absolutely. Yes, thank you. i'll definitely host another one soon so thank you all so much for watching give it a like stay safe don't die and we'll see you in the next one see you guys next time peace